Now today's federal newscast, I'm Eric White. A legal setback to the Trump administration's attempt to salvage its federal personnel plan. A U.S. appeals court rejects a White House bid to expedite its appeal. The administration wants to overturn a lower court ruling which tossed out much of President Trump's May executive orders on dismissals and collective bargaining. Agencies are at vastly different stages in implementing learning or evidence-based policy agendas. The Office of Management and Budget asked agencies to begin implementing learning agendas in its June reorganization proposal. OMB says some agencies, like the Health and Human Services Department, are emerging as leaders in this space, while others, like the U.S. Agency for International Development, are just getting started. Another former Navy commander is sentenced for bribery in the so-called Fat Leonard case. After pleading guilty, Troy Amundsen gets more than two years in prison and a $10,000 fine for accepting dinners, drinks, and prostitutes from then-Malaysian defense contractor Leonard Francis. Amundsen is the 21st person to plead guilty in the case. The Defense Department is looking for ways to reconnect the public with military service members. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Defense Department is continuing its work to bridge the gap between the public and the military. The newest effort is the There Tomorrow campaign. The campaign will run on television and radio and hopes to address common misconceptions about the military. The There Tomorrow campaign focuses on parents and youth and how to broach conversations about joining the military. The effort will serve as a recruiting tool for the military to sustain its all-volunteer force. Recently, the Army missed its 2018 recruiting goal by 6,500 soldiers. I'm Scott Massioni. DOD makes the career intermission program an official and permanent authority, says Pentagon spokeswoman Air Force Major Carla Gleason. The program has been in pilot status for about 10 years. It allows service members to take time off from the military to care for a loved one or attend school. The Census Bureau plans on taking a fundamentally different approach to prevent the improper disclosure of personal information in the 2020 population count. Simpson Garfinkel, a senior computer scientist at Census, says advances in computers since 2010 have made it easier to unscramble public-facing data sets back into raw personal data. The agency plans on using noise injection to make it harder for prying eyes to reverse-engineer published census data. The second-ranking political appointee at Housing and Urban Development departs under odd circumstances. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Suzanne Israel Tuft, the Assistant Secretary for Administration, resigned Friday. The Hill reports a week earlier, Secretary Ben Carson told staff that Tufts was leaving to become Inspector General at the Interior Department. But an Interior Department spokeswoman says Tufts was never slated to move there and that HUD put out false information. Interior has lacked a permanent IG for a decade. I'm Tom Temin. Another big win to help end contract proliferation. The FBI joins other agencies in deciding not to recompete a major multiple award contract on its own and move to an existing government-wide vehicle. The Bureau announces it will create a blanket purchase agreement on top of GSA's IT schedule instead of recompeting its $5 billion IT support services contract. The FBI says this new contract will address six functional areas. The FBI plans to make 15 to 22 awards per track, with 10 to 12 going to large businesses and 5 to 7 going to small firms. I'm Jason Miller. And EPA union employees elect new leadership. Members of the American Federation of Government Employees Council 238 choose Gary Morton as their president. The union represents over 9,000 agency employees across the country. Morton previously served as president of a local chapter of EPA employees in Philadelphia. He first joined government service as an IRS employee. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.